the SND Podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Welcome to episode 249 of the SND Podcast Show. Steven, Danny, and Van are here. Uh, before we do get started tonight, we just want to make this quick announcement that the SND Podcast Show and all other podcasts on the SND Podcast channel and SND blog have provided a joint statement about the recent current events going on in America. We have reached out to each and every member of all the shows, including Saras from the Beard, Jay's Weekend Wrestling, Cooking with Angel, and of course our newest show, Dominate the Deal, and have all agreed on the statement released. With that being said, the SND podcast will no longer further will no not further comment on the events. Just a reminder, all lives matter. So we we made a statement and it is on our social media. We do understand what's going on in this world and it's crazy. We're here to give you a break, like we always like to do. Um crazy what's going on out there boys it's uh yeah it's it's a lot it's it's um hard to wrap your head around it i guess um it's kind of people are protesting things that you know we i know i mean i'm gonna speak for myself i never had to worry about it you know in my life we i'm assuming most of us both of us here never had to worry about and it's just um Putting yourself in other people's shoes is not always the easiest things, and I think that's something as a country we need to do better as, to be honest. Um, it's become a politicized issue, and that always muddies the water and ruins things. Um, it's uh, in really, I just wanted to say is if you want to protest, protest, um, stay safe, speak your mind because things can make get changed that way, and just. Um, you know, don't, don't make it worse. Yeah. Um, you got anything else more to say then? Or I don't want to. No, I think that's, no, that's it. That's it for me. It's, it's hard to kind of formalize what my thoughts there, but I think I got it out. Danny, go ahead. Yeah. Um, basically what you guys both piggybacked, it's, um, it's, it's easy for us to sit back and well, not sit back, just easy for us to like say something like we're able to be able to talk about sports or movies and other stuff and other people aren't able as lucky as we are. So, um, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and, um, we're thinking about everybody, um, especially the ones that are fighting for justice and stuff like that. So, um, be safe out there and, and, uh, God bless everybody. All right. Um, with that being said, <laughs> it's kind of hard starting a show that way, but I'm this is the hardest left turn we can make. <laughs> sure, you. Um, I figured um, the best way, me personally, um, this person, actor, has made me laugh pretty much as much as as much. Yeah, sorry, this this actor has made me laugh more than any actor 
possible. Um, I know Steve's a big fan of him, and I know probably short Vin is as well. He's a lot, a lot of people our generation's favorite actor, um, comedy-wise. And uh, what would be your guys' top five Adam Sandler movies to li- lighten up the mood a bit and just get away from the news for for an hour or so? Uh, so what would be your guys' top five Adam Sandler movies that are not... We made a stipulation that is not Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison um, because we both, we all three of us figured that they're going to be in the top of the movies of all three of our lists. So we came it upon ourselves to exclude those two very funny movies. Um, so if you guys want to take it away, I don't, I don't remember the, which order we started. If it was Vin or Steve, I'll go last, but. It doesn't um, matter which one, but we're gonna go backwards again. We'll do the five. We'll do like we did last week. Five, four. We'll do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I'll start it, I guess. Um, so number five I had was one of the more recent ones that he's done. Um, that I think doesn't get enough credit, and it's I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Um, putting him and Kevin James on a screen together is hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you see you see them do movies together, you see them do TV together, but like when they're the leads together, I just I just thought that movie was hilarious, and like that whole cast just Correct. made the movie amazing. Correct. Yeah, I I'm with you actually. Number five, I have Chuck and Larry as well. I I think th- there is one that I haven't seen yet. I think Stephen, you said you watched it, the one he did with with Rock. Um, uh, the the wedding. Yeah, the wedding movie. I forgot what the actually I have his list of movies like right here. And it the like the, the ad for the movie, the picture is just the two of them like like the week in of, that it's like called. Yeah, like two of them oh, like yeah, in, I the, saw that movie. in that yeah, like after Netflix. wedding garb like, you know, shirt untucked, tie undone kind of thing. Just like sitting on the steps and like I that's to me when you get any of this crew, two the two of them like just like kind of being themselves. That's where it's the best and i think you get a lot of that with this movie with him and kevin james so and you get the you know you get the, the cast of characters schneider and i don't even know the rest of the guys and obviously like the main guys are in it well, i don't think rocks in the i don't think david spades in this one either is he no i think it's i'm almost positive I, um, they're all it in it but uncredited like if you looked at like so i was kind of going through the imdb page of adam well, sandler there's a lot of movies that was like Chris Rock's movies or uh, Rob Schneider's movies, where where Sandler has an uncredited part, right? right so right. so I'm sure somewhere we wouldn't have seen them, but they're in them. Right. Yeah, and the funniest thing is the the movie quote unquote takes place in Mineola, so it's pretty funny. Yeah, the yeah the movie it's uh, Mineola and Glen Cove. Yeah, so all right, Danny fun. five. Um. I will get into my reasons why Chuck and Larry later on is more sentimental, funnier reasons for Chuck and Larry. So I will, it's in the top three for me. Um, Got it. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Deeds for number five. Okay. And I just thought it was like a good, wholesome, funny Adam Sandler movie uh, with Totoro as the sneaky butler and Renona Ryder as the love interest and, the Longfellow Deeds is just like a oh shucks I'm from the the suburban area and living in the New York City life and 
mischiefy with uh with uh John McEnroe and and owning the Jets and all that other fun stuff and beating up McEnroe starting... jumping over the fucking car. <laughs> yeah. Um just I actually just... I had these as an honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. I always, I could, I could watch Mr. Deeds, and I'll still, I'll still laugh my ass off as if it was, uh, if it was the first time. Yeah, it's a good one. Steven? Uh, all right. So we're going to number four now. Um, yeah. All right. So number four. Off the radar a little bit, I think. Another one. Uh, don't mess with Zohan. Yeah, that that was my honorable mention. I I, I, uh, I have a couple others. Yeah, I have a couple I, honorable I mentions. We can get into honorable mentions after. Um, yeah. But yeah, don't mess with Zohan. I thought it was just the foreign accents and the again to Toro being his enemy. Um, yeah. What's her name? Vin from Entourage was in it. Yeah, it's, Sloan. Sloan uh, is in Manuel it. Manual Um Just yeah. the going out of business store. Everyone just ends up at the going out of business store. It's just. Just all around funny. Mm-hmm. I I didn't love Zohan, but teach teach their own. I feel like I'm this one number four on my list is might maybe one you guys didn't like as much, but that's fine. I for some reason it's one I can always watch. Fifty first dates, and it was I don't an know honorable why. mention. Yeah, it's those the romantic comedies. I, I have I mean another one with Drew Barrymore on here, but they're a great duo together. I, I guess I sort of like the ones where he's less, it's less bizarre, and he's more of like almost a normal person, and the crazy stuffs happening around him. Mm-hmm. But like, Sean, uh, Sean Aston, and is is her brother, and oh that thing is funny. Her dad, the, everybody at the restaurant is funny. Um, Schneider at the the aquarium with the penguins is always funny. He gets bit by a shark. So yeah, that's to me that that's up there. Okay, Danny. Um, number four. Number four. Uh, anger management. Uh, another honorable mention of mine. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love Jack. I don't love it. I don't love anger management, but uh, I I love the movie, just not, just not. I have, I have others. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, anger management. The whole, um, from the part when he. He um, has to sing "I Feel Pretty" on the middle of a bridge um, to the part where uh, Woody Harrelson dresses up in drag, and he's from the little German town of Lickensy Dicken. No matter how bad my day is, anybody could come up to me and talk in a funny German accent, and we'll do that voice. I will laugh my ass off, <laughs> no matter. I will laugh my ass off no matter what. I could be at a funeral. I could be at any place. And if you, if anybody, I'm a lady. I'm a lady. Oh no, I'm not. And he, like, I like, I like girls. And so it's funny that he turns out to be the Yankee Stadium, uh, Yankee guard. Stadium security guard. So that that Ellen, that honorable mention to that movie is when he um, beats the crap out of uh, John C. Riley as the monk because he was a bully. Yeah. So, yes, I remember that one. So I always, I always giggle with those three parts. So that's my number four. That could have easily been number five, but yeah. 
Okay, okay, okay. Number three here, I put, you would think it would be higher, but I put Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. At number three. Um, another one of those movies we were kind of talking off air. Um, doesn't age well, but still ha- but still is hilarious. Like, we wouldn't be able to show that to a, someone from the age of nine to 12 now, and they would not, they would laugh. They probably wouldn't laugh at a lot of the things. Well, we'd be hysterical laughing. Mm-hmm. But right. So yeah, uh, Big Daddy, one of my one of my favorites. Okay. All right. Um, I said before the Drew Barrymore combination. So number three is the Wedding Singer. Um, again, the their their combination is always good. The good cast of crew in this one. Um. Yeah, I just enjoy it in general. I think it's a good like, even like it's a solid acting performance from him in general, which you don't always get in these movies. He's usually like, I guess more on the wild side. This one is a little more straight, mm-hmm. guy, you know, the straight guy. But yeah, that's my number three. Okay, I'll 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 elaborate more into that one because he it, that one's in my top two. That one okay. has an honorable mention. Okay. Got it. Perfect. I'm not alone um, here. I'm glad I'm not alone in the Drew Barrymore rom-com. Drew, Drew, Drew um, Barrymore was, was very underrated for her Sandler yeah. appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number my number three, and the reason why it's my number three, it was both years number five, is it's easily one of me and Nicole's favorite movies together. If... If it doesn't matter if it's one o'clock in the morning, if it's two in the afternoon, um, you get the point. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. Chuck and Larry. Um, I, that 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 movie always puts a smile on my face, and it's it's just Kevin James. Nicole jokes with me, and a lot of people can see if you know me. Is if if anybody was to play me in a Hollywood role. It's gonna be Kevin, Kevin James. James, so um, it's it's just the perfect, just the perfect uh, Kevin James Adam Sandler role, and I'm shocked neither of you mentioned uh, the Xavier Nady hitting a home run <laughs> in the movie. Run, yes. <laughs> yes. Um. So, <laughs> um, just it's funny um the son reminds me of my brother growing up um he was a he is still a dancer and there's just simple thing yeah it was just simple nudges that like it reminded me of my childhood a little bit of uh certain things of just the gay culture um and everything else like that and nick swartzen and uh, Rob Schneider as the Chinese uh, one of the priest. only roles I like Nick Swartzen in to be completely <laughs> Very he's fair. not good no, he, I, I don't love a, him I don't love him I don't hate him I don't love him yeah but yeah and then uh, Dave Matthews as a gay shop guy it was pretty funny Jessica um, Biel of course in the uh, Jessica in the Biel yeah. in yeah, the rain hello. maybe I'll mention it but uh, but yeah but uh, <laughs> Biel, of course <laughs> But yeah, that's me and Nicole's uh, favorite uh, favorite Adam Sandler movies together. That's one of the two we absolutely till this day will still quote. And Vin Rames dancing with his ass cheeks and everybody's scared <laughs> and 
Totoro's little brothers in it. To the little Totoro, man, he is sneaky funny in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Oh, so good. Um, but yeah, that's that's my number three. Uh, I now now pronounce you Chuckamari. And Dan Aykroyd, you can't hate on Dan Aykroyd. That's <laughs> all right, you can. You he's can. the Dan most Aykroyd. underrated. Yep. He's the most underrated part of the movie. Um, yep. But yeah. It's so, a court scene. It's so yeah. Funny. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, go ahead, Steve. All right. So number two. I put down as Waterboy. Good. Okay. okay. Number two. Just remember, kids, don't do crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but between that and the was it Hogan was the wrestler I think that was in it. Oh, at him. oh no, it was no. Uh, Big Show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Show, uh, yes. Big Show Big being show in it, was laughing at him as a mama boy. Yeah. And every time I drank Gatorade, I just started start laughing. Yeah. Early day, early day, Big Show. He was probably still Paul he White was, back. Then. No, he was. You he was WCW, so it was definitely. Yeah, that's Big what I'm saying. That, that's he no, came that's as Paul White for like a week in WWF. None of that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he was Paul White in the WCW. Right, right. So I mean, yeah, my number two is also Waterboy. You get uh, two two just legends, Kathy Bates and Henry Winkler, in there with them. Henry Winkler, you know, you see a lot in, in Sandler movies. Kathy Bates, great. I mean, I feel like I don't know what the timeline of the move, the Sandler movies are, like on top of top of my head, but I feel like this is probably the first one that I saw. So like, it always kind of holds it um, uh, it's kind of a special place. Let me go back. I'm just running quick here. I mean, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore before this, and The Wedding Singer. Okay. But I don't know. I might have just caught this one first at the time. But yeah, I, this is uh, number two, Waterboy. Okay. Um. So number two is uh, Big Daddy for me. Um, okay. It's funny now that I'm a father because watching Big Daddy the last twenty something years, I always just thought like, if I had a kid. <laughs> I would most likely be so- Sonny Koufax. And now that I have a kid, I must have rambled off, can we get? Can someone get this kid a Happy Meal at least three or four times to loosen <laughs> up the mood? Uh, especially during murderous screams in the middle of the night. Um, that's just the simplest part of that movie. Um, the whole hockey scene when he's watching the Ranger game and he's trying... To be trying- super quiet yep. and he eats a Fritos chip uh, he chomps on it and just you, you laugh your ass off um, and the whole goddamn song yeah <laughs> um, the goddamn all we gotta say is the goddamn Jets um, the goddamn you, you Jets the goddamn Jets um, <laughs> and then the Hooters man loose skin <laughs> gross um, just just an ultimate father-son movie and just the coming-of-age Adam Sandler movie that it's so funny that you forget Jon Stewart is in the movie for, like, he's, like, the second main character. And, he's and so important, days. and he's never in it. Yeah, and early yeah, he's day, in it for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> and early day Lisa Mann, and it's, it's just a good coming-of-age movie, and just it's number two on my list. 
Okay, okay, okay. All right, cool. So number one for me. Mm-hmm. Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, oh God. Eight like, Crazy Nights. You like Shorty? I don't know what's going on. I Just thought that movie was... I, I thought that was one of... I gotta look at the, the like list like Vin was doing, like he said, the list of is them. Is this a Jewish thing? Oh, for <laughs> sure it's a Jewish thing. <laughs> but this is definitely one of like his last like hilarious movies where you like sit there and you're eating and you're like laughing the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um I mean that like I don't I'm trying to find when it came out. I laugh at the Grown Ups movies still, regardless. I do still yeah, laugh at the Grown Ups movies, I, but not. They're like, not good. But it's not but because I of Adam Sandler. It's because of all. You're of them. right. Right. It's because of the crew. It's mainly Chris Rock the most most of the time, to be honest. Like. Right. The stereotypical black guy. Mm. So. No, that's a good movie. It's a good holiday movie if you want to yeah. change it up a bit. It's different than all the other holiday movies. Mm-hmm. Did we lose Vin? No. No. When did Eight Crazy Nights come out? Eight Crazy I Nights came school. out in 2002. I just looked it up. Yeah. So there were a couple other ones after it. Yeah. Okay, yes. He, yeah, he had... He had, like, Longest Larry, Yard. had Zohan after. He had Longest Yard, 51st Larry, Days. Yeah. So there were Second other funny... Larry's probably the last real good one he did. And some I don't know, do you guys about... like funny people? It was good. I just was upset it, that it was a sad it, movie. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't funny. <laughs> right. Um, okay. I, that was the passing <laughs> of the torch. They tried to make that a passing of the torch movie yes. type of movie where yes, he was giving stuff. Seth Rogen the keys to the castle, but then he realized, like, wait a minute, this movie was terrible, but you got to make more. I mean, they're just different people. Seth Rogen yeah. is just a different type of comedy. Kind but of it's thing. a good yeah. same, but the idea is the same. Like, Rogen, ha- um, yeah, Seth Rogen has his crew. Like you always see in all his movies, and then you have Sandler with all his crew. Mm-hmm. Sure. All and right. I'll, after I finish my list and Vin's list, I do have a not funny, sad Adam Sandler movie of that meant a lot to me, Steve. Remember that one? It's in I'm my honorable up. mentions. <laughs> oh boy. It's in my honorable mentions. It's just it, it's that, got a place in the heart. Curve, that was a curveball that <laughs> neither of us were expecting. But we were yeah. not. We were not ready for that one. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm interested <laughs> to hear this story. Um, my number one is Big Daddy. I think, I we had said before we, we were kind of focusing on um, the comedy versions of of Sandler, but I think this is the best combination of him, his comedy and actual acting skills. Um, I didn't realize that the Sprouses were his son. I didn't. Yeah. I, I, don't, I guess in my head it just didn't pop. Um. That, put them, <laughs> that got into them the into the mansion, into the the penthouse with the money, duh. Right, <laughs> and it's a joke that I didn't get till like the last time I watched it. I guess it's not something I like thought about. But they're in the grocery store, and he like he's slamming the cans on the ground. He's like, Microsoft's down three points, and I'm like, yeah. oh, he just told them about the stock market. <laughs> but yeah, um, obviously when he's teaching them how to read with with Rob Schneider. Hip, hip, hip hop anonymous hip. made me laugh. <laughs> like, still to this day makes me yeah. laugh. But like, that was the funniest thing I had ever heard when this movie came out. Yeah, hip hop fish, hip hop anonymous. Yeah. You gave him the I'm easy ones. The kangaroo song. <laughs> Steve Buscemi is the homeless guy. Is yeah. just great all the time. Yeah. Ah, 
I win. Why do you win? Because I win. Because I win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so good. Um, my number one is obviously since I didn't say it yet, um, is a uh, wedding singer. Uh, basically what Vin said. It's just Adam Sandler. You show Adam Sandler uh, romantic. You show Adam Sandler funny. You show Adam Sandler be the musician he is. It's the quick, uh, witty stuff. It just has literally everything, and I love the 80s, and just the songs and the jokes and everything like that just cracks me the hell up. Um, Billy Idol on a plane. Billy Idol on a plane. (laughs) And uh, Julia Gulia. Yep, Um, Julia Gulia. Just Steve Buscemi at the start being the drunk cousin. Um, Yeah. And then uh, Drew, Drew Barrymore is pretty funny. And the part that cracks me up to this day, and I watched it the other day because I knew it would crack me up, um, John Lovitz, man. God John bless that man. I love, I love John Lovitz so goddamn much. Oh, man. And, and when, he, when, uh, when um, what's his face, singing the song to Drew Barrymore on how someone kill me, please. And John Lovitz just, he is losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. All the benefits. <laughs> but even so, his thing, like, before that was good, too. His, like, oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Can man, John shit? Lovitz. Like this. And then, um... Yeah, what? So, so the tra- what a to guy. transition into honorable mentions a little bit with John Lovitz. Little Nicky. Yes, that's... Him that was sitting in the tree. Like, yes. <laughs> That was my number one movie on my honorable mentions is Little Nicky. Little Nicky is an honorable mention movie. One of the more underrated Sandler movies. Very, very underrated. That, that's one I never, I don't know. You, I never you, liked. Now you got to be really high to watch it. But <laughs> in eighth grade, that movie was awesome. Um, and the soundtrack was good too. And the soundtrack obviously was really good, but... Yeah. The other, you, so, Danny, you want to go with the other honorable mention, or do you want me to do it? Well, it's not right. on my honorable mention. Is, is this going to be obvious. a click story? It is. Yeah. It's definitely, oh, not, my, it's definitely not on my honorable mention, but, yeah, click. Um, yeah, so we're hanging out after my grandfather passed away like a week ago. I was going to say, this movie came out in 2006, and I know the 2006 Mets <laughs> yeah. story, and Jesus, goddamn Christmas. <laughs> so, we never added this to the story. <laughs> No, so, you didn't. So Steve was like, "Hey, Adam Sandler movie. You can't go wrong with Adam Sandler." <laughs> right. Movie. I'm like, you "Yeah, you're, you're right. Idiot. Let's yeah, let's let's watch it." Because we so knew that first, that was gonna happen. <laughs> so no the first, so the first hour of the movie, we're like, "All right, we're laughing. It's typical Adam Sandler movie," and just <laughs> just talking about death and like you can't slow your roll, everything like that. And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> This is awful. Um, but yeah, that that was my click movie. Definitely not on my list though, but yeah. So I have uh, clicks fine one. I have two movies also where he's not the lead, but awesome in Airheads. Mm-hmm. That was his first movie. That was one of his first movies. Um I forgot who was the guy who was the lead. I know uh Bashemi's in it also. And then I forgot who's it. It's a guy from um uh Brandon Fraser. Yes. Brandon Fraser's the lead in that movie. Farley's in it as the cop. Like, they're all in that. Um, and then Coneheads. 
yeah, that's right. He was in Conehead. He was, he was he was the guy who can get you anything you need. The social security cards, the fake ID. That's right. <laughs> that, yeah, those are my two extra. No, I, not not big roles, but hilarious roles for him. Um, I would put the go just the first grown ups movie on there as an honorable mention, like I said before, and also his longest yard. The longest yard is one that's like. I'm never gonna seek it out, but when it's on FX or whatever, I just have to, like I have to watch it. Fair enough. Um, it's got all the wrestlers and football player cameos, yeah. and it's just it's you, just. Good. You know what's funny is I was thinking about it the other day, and like it's on Netflix, and I was gonna use it is as it? my. I'm gonna fall asleep watching this movie right now. Yeah. It's on. I might as well pass out watching it. See the like you know how we were talking about before that movie. It's not because of him type of movie. Like, he's way down the list of adult people that I'm like, all right, I'm watching the movie because of him kind of thing. Right. Even well, again, it's, but it's, yeah, Rock, I, it's Chris Rock and it's, what's his, uh, Nick Totoro. Uh, yeah. yeah, very good. Right, Brucey. And then, uh, and then, and of Tracy course, Morgan. Uh, Tracy Morgan. And <laughs> oh, so Tracy on. Morgan's so good. <laughs> um, do you have any more honorable mentions before I get through mine? I got no, nothing. That was it. Okay. So I we already talked about Little Nicky. Um, Steve mentioned before, obviously the Water Boy and and what else, what was the other one? Oh, don't mess with Zohan. Those are those are okay. like those are my three. Like, all right, they're crappy movies, but like they're still crack me up. But I'll, I'll watch it. Right. But yeah, for sure. Okay, um, so those are just our Sandler movies for this week. We'll come up with another actor. We'll do it again next week. We can keep doing. It. We got nothing else to talk about. Figure out some top fives for coming up. Yeah, especially we might as well. with, especially with baseball never coming back. <laughs> oh Jesus! The S and D podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course S and D Blog dot com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and of course, share with all your family and friends. Yeah, there was some news in uh, baseball, obviously. Um, we talked about it a little bit last week about... Did we talk about the players? Um, Being little bitches. All for all the... Players are not being little bitches. <laughs> there was an offer from the player. We talked about it last week. Yes, we did. With the, the offers from the owners. Um, about like a pay scale and all that kind of thing. So the players responded with an offer of their own. That was 114 game schedule. So obviously more games, they get paid more. Right. Um, expanding the playoffs for this year and I think next year by two teams, and then any money that isn't paid, I would get deferred basically up to a certain amount, or it says up to a hundred million. I'm assuming that's all, um, like across the, the league, and there was also it says opt out for players if they don't want to play. So this is to me. The biggest, I'm not going to say smack in the face, but the biggest we're not fucking around thing you can offer. They're saying, you know, 
fine, you want to play dirty, this is how it's going to be. So now the owners have come back and said, we'll do prorated salaries, but it's only going to be a 50-game season. But you're going to get paid for the whole year. Right? Is that what it was with the 50 games? You're getting paid for 100 and... No, you're getting paid the proratedness of your salary, of whatever your salary was, but we're only playing 50 games instead of half a season. Which was the original like offer basically from the players was a prorated. So whatever your salary <laughs> is, it, you get the same weekly paycheck. We're just, you're getting paid for whatever we play. The league countered with, no, you're taking a pay cut. And now the players were saying, okay, if we're going to take a pay cut, then we're playing more games. And, like, it was this was never going to work. So now the league has responded with prorated salaries, but only a 50-game season. I don't think that's going to fly either. I'd be surprised if it does. I think we're just going to end up where we started at an 82-game prorated schedule or an 80-game prorated schedule. If that, at this rate. The, the problem is, the problem is, the players, in the players' offer, it said they need, they want three weeks for travel and and preparation. So basically a three-week, like, training spring camp. training, right? Okay. In order to get ready, this deal has to get done this week. Yeah. So that everybody can report next week. That's three weeks. We start on July 1st. If or Fourth of July, June, which would be every, perfect. Every week you push back is you're going another week deeper into the season. Right. Yeah. Then today, did you see the quote unquote counter offer that was like fifty or sixty games? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then it's it's like they're not they're both throwing they're at both at the point of the negotiations where they're both sending out ridiculous feelers that the other side's just gonna laugh and say, "Get the fuck out of here." That's that's where they're at right now, and it's, it's not looking Gary good. Cohen, Gary Cohen said it the best: "Stop leaking stuff. Stop like you know trying to make the other side look bad." Because in the end, I honestly think that we're at the point that, regardless, it's the owner's fault. And I know the players are always the ones that get blamed. Usually for these things, I to the me the owners are the ones sitting there saying the owners are sitting there saying, "Hey, we don't want to pay you." The fact yeah. that the owners are saying are using not having a season as a as a bargaining chip mm-hmm. is just shows you one they're not losing that much money because if they're okay with just not having a season, then what does it matter if they have a season? Right. And also, like the sc- they're, scary they're thing own- is people for whatever reason rather side with the owners because they'll never leave i guess is one of the main reasons but that's it just makes it's just it just it's insane you're, um, you're you're probably right about that thought process but it's just it's to me that's insanity oh, oh i i'm with you i'm i'm team player all the way um it's just one of those things like they have to find a way, like you mentioned, to get that 82-game season. Because if they get the 82-game season, that's half of the season. Granted, it's not a full season, but it's certainly enough to get everybody's juices flowing to be like, all right, it's more of enough season. Because 
it's not a bullshit player strike or a lockout. It's a pandemic. Nothing you can do about it kind of a thing. So everybody's going to be okay with that being the case. Um, it's going to it's gonna be really interesting because it's going to get ugly. And honestly, with the climate of this country right now, it's so far back in the back burner. Other than the people that actually care about the sport, like the three of us, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with how nasty it could get. Because isn't next year a year with the contract in, can end? The, the players' contract with the union with the league the next year? It's CBA. coming yeah, up. Still, I think the CBA is up either at the, not this year, but the year after. It's part it's of coming, this is definitely like coming definitely faster, across. Right. Definitely coming faster than that. Yeah. I, part of this to me is, I mean, obviously baseball is the one that's most public with the issues it's having getting back together. Football, I, um, hockey, hockey, we've kind of gotten a little bit. And basketball, they haven't said anything. But, like, I think these owners and these players, especially with the current climate of the country, have overstated how much people are looking forward to sports. To, but At also this point, be, it's the last thing on anybody's mind. To, but to be fair with the NBA and NHL is they're basically played 90% of the season. They just right. have to play the final three weeks of the year, basically, in both sports. And they, they're – they're okay with playing whatever they got to play with to get that champion that everybody else is going to consume as consume as the main champion because they played 90% of the season. Uh, obviously, the unprecedented uh, layoff of the time that the NHL is not there. The earliest would be July, right? Just to get training camp going, right? Hockey, July For, 10th. Okay, yeah, see. something like that. See, and the NBA is just still waiting to get the official word of everything starting and everything like that. So, it's it's the well, the NBA is still debated. The NBA's biggest thing right now is: are they going to do a full season? Or are they going to finish the season? Or are they just going to go like the hockey is doing it? Because that's Correct. where their thing is. Because the players want the season to end so they can make the money for the rest of their season. Correct. While the um, while the league is like, let's just go to the playoffs so we could have a full season next year. And it, you know what's it's, interesting is I forgot who I was listening to said it with the NHL. I think it was Carver who said it, who did his podcast recently. If the NHL starts, you're looking at uh, July 10th as camps, right? You're then looking at m- middle to end of July when you get to start the games, maybe. Probably closer to the end. Now you're looking at September. Now you need at least a month for free agency. So you're looking at a December start and basically three and five nights for every team moving forward. All of next year. That's the other thing is there's no way. I don't think there's any way hockey's playing a full schedule next year. I, I don't see it how it's possible because like you said, the way we're on track is to start in December you're going to play 82 games from December to April. Right. I, it doesn't, you're not going to, I do don't that. think either you're either you, you, I don't think you can even fit that time in like legally the player. I don't think the players would ever agree to that. So I think you have to shorten next season to maybe 60 games, even 55 games. Right. So Make it like the lockout year to push. 
Right, you don't have to, like, push the season after that back. Right, because once this starts pushing next year back, you're already looking at the year after right. and the year after. And now now it's just officially right. a... All right, we're officially a December to to May sport, and then we'll do the playoffs into July. Yeah, which that's is not why... a terrible idea. Yeah, which was nobody NBA, likes July NBA... sport, July anyway. Yeah, with the NBA, it's it's cool with the NBA because no one really cares about the NBA until Christmas Day. Christmas Day is really their biggest thing, and they before all this, they obviously had hypotheticals, even though it was never going to happen. They were like, what if we started the season on Christmas Day or around the Christmas Day? There was right. there was at least some dialogue of like, mm, let's let's get a tester on what people think about it. But obviously, we'll see what happens with that. Listen, the NBA and makes like, the least amount of money. That's the most important thing to remember. Because nobody, like you said, nobody cares till Christmas Day. And then even Christmas Day ends, how much are people really paying attention until the middle of March? Well, that's... You're and, right. And until that, you get to whole, March Madness, of, basketball basketball is nothing. Really nothing. The whole point the whole point of not paying attention till Christmas is that two months have happened already. So like because yep. nobody cares about the first two months, that's the whole point. And I get pushing it till Christmas makes sense. Uh, like you kinda getting out of the NFL's way and you pretty much get December to probably May, you would have to have regular season, maybe even to June. You could do it. And you probably, they already do mid-April. You'd, you'd, they could make it happen. Well, they'd storm baseball. like they'd, they'd kill baseball and hockey. But, like, getting out of the NFL's way might be a good idea for them. But I don't – like I said, I think the whole reason nobody cares till Christmas is because the first two months don't really matter. So I don't think people – people, like, won't care till Valentine's Day. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's mm-hmm. It's not the time of the year. It's the amount – you know – the, the way the NBA is is that you just have to get into the playoffs. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and we talked about it. If they do the twenty four team season, the Knicks Knicks make the playoffs. So it's like, but even then, the yeah, past no. couple of years, it's just like, all right, the Western Conference should be fun to watch this year because you have four or five teams that could win it, and then the Eastern Conference is gonna be good because behind the Bucks, you don't know what's gonna happen. So that kind of opens up the the NBA playoffs could actually be that's the biggest thing right now in my opinion with the NBA. Their postseason could be arguably the best one they've had in a very long time because for the I last agree. what is it four or five years it was always okay Probably playoff five time. years right like all right whoever LeBron's on versus the Warriors yep you might as well just put right. that in but now, now it's the like Warriors you said, are terrible Milwaukee. Right, the Warriors are terrible. LeBron's on the West Coast. Right. Um, so it opens up the West Coast to see who's going to win it. It's not like, like even before that, it was, all right, the Warriors are going, okay, cool, so Miami's going to go this year. Now who are they playing? For 10 well, years, yeah, it so- was, where is LeBron? That team's going. Who are they playing? Right. That was the postseason. Now now it's like, well, like you said, the Bucks are probably going to go to the finals the Eastern Conference Finals. And then maybe they'll, even, they'll probably go to the, the NBA Finals. But, like, you know, if Durant and Kyrie come back, which I don't know if they are right? because they keep saying they're not going to. But if they do, do they, you know, make a run at them? Does Boston make a run at them? You know, and then in the West, like we said, Houston. In the hypothetical, but, what if Kevin Durant comes back with the Nets? Right. The the Clippers, the the Lakers – the Rockets, 
they're all you know that's a three at least a three team race in the West. Right, you got the you know. The so if nothing else, you get four good. You get a good conference finals and a good NBA finals, which is kind of what they've been lacking the whole time. Well, no, the the Eastern Conference Finals haven't been terrible the past couple of years. I mean, it's been, just been LeBron. That's what I'm saying. It's been le- just LeBron, but at least like, was it last year they played against Milwaukee and they went like six games or something, or like two years well, ago they uh, had last, a series. Last year he was out in the West, but the year before he kept running in. He kept playing Toronto, and then Toronto he would just beat Toronto. But like last year, it was the Raptor, Raptors and the Sixers had a. Right, and that's another team like the Raptors. That was a good the Raptors. Sixers too. I forgot about the Sixers and the, the Raptors. The Raptors were a good team this year again. They were the second best in the East. So what's to say they're not going to make a run past Milwaukee into the East? Like, right. and Denver and too. Denver and Utah were quiet. Denver, Utah, and Oklahoma City were all above Houston in the standings. Well, Oklahoma know, City was tied. Houston has that upside though. Like if there's the two of them figure it out for three seconds, they'll. If one of them run. could decide who can actually have the ball in their hand. Who shoots the ball and the other one does the other thing. It's just like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just got to figure that out. And then you got the Utah, the Jazz with the, you know, the sixth man on the Jer- court of Jerry Sloan. And the jerseys. And and the awesome. And, like, and Donovan Mitchell. I'm sorry, but. The, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't care what anybody says. The 90s basketball jerseys were the best jerseys. I, but they probably hated them in the 90s. That's the thing. <laughs> well, that was like us with the fishermen and Niles. It's, How great would that be right now? It's just one of those things. How didn't they not change that team name? The Jazz. It's just one of yeah, those. Well, remember, they were in New any... Orleans, if you remember the I know, beginning but of basketball. No, that's my, my point. That's my point. Like, like having the mountains as their jersey and the Jazz across their names. Yeah. Nice jerseys, but it's just never like it was weird. It never clicked. It never made any uh, sense. That was... It really yeah, didn't like, make. Those one of the things that team name should have changed. Yeah, for sure. God, I miss the '90s NBA jerseys. But again, all I can say for the NBA is if Michael Jordan can get a basketball arena built in ten minutes to work out during a movie, there's no reason why they shouldn't be playing already. Why their hub can't be set up already? That that guy literally negotiated a, an NBA arena into the contract of Space Jam to work out. That was a lot easier when there wasn't a pandemic going around, which people know. It's like we forgot about it, but I don't know. I have a feeling it's, it's gonna make it come. It's gonna make a comeback like next week. They're gonna be like, oh, all the protesters had coronavirus. You know, it's just, I I have. I'm pessimistic about what's going on at the moment. Well, that's anyway. their fault for being out there. It's okay. We're on curfew. We're now on curfew, by the way. New York. <laughs> um, I don't go outside anyway. But here's the thing. If we bring back 90s ba- basketball jerseys, the Mets have to wear the Mercury Mets jerseys this year. No. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's one that we're leaving in the past. What about the Pirates one nope. from then? With the nope. giant pirate on it. Nope. At least it was more realistic, but no. Or nope. uh, the Brewer with the giant the giant Brewer on it. 
I don't even know that one. You don't know the the beer barrel, Danny. You remember the beer barrel? Yes. Beer yes. barrel brewers jersey. Uh, I'll find it for you, Vin. You'll see it, and you'll be like, "I do remember that one." It's an Archie Manning jersey on eBay, by the way. In case you guys are looking for Archie Manning jerseys, um, right now the uh, NFL is that the might only be one. the last thing on my mind. Was it the last thing on your mind? Though? I kind of want to see how. Literally, much. if you were to put make a list of what's thirty three ninety nine, I think an Archie Manning jersey might be behind like anything else well i've been looking at rookie cards i'm trying to get into the sports card game again and for whatever reason i'm addicted trying to get like rookie cards of players that i would like like to own yeah so i like it yeah let's see how that goes i have a bunch on the key ready to hit buy but we'll see what happens they're selling the only thing is i gotta so there's a there was a um I, th- I forgot where it was I think it was like Maryland there's a, there was a convention like a card convention that happens every year that they canceled and they're doing a virtual one like next weekend or the weekend after. That's cool. They're doing like yeah, a virtual like, card convention or something. Once I learn how to like they do the grades and stuff, I'll be ready to go. Cause when I when I grew up, I only got the cards. I didn't really give a shit. I didn't take any care of them, really. I should have. Um, but but now I'm like, yeah, man, it's fun. Like I like earlier during spring training, since Alonzo was on the uh, cover of the tops set one, I bought the set and I opened up cards. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Just picking out random cards and I got a couple of cool ones. So if Gavin Lux is all awesome his rookie year i have like 10 of those rookie cards he's supposed to be <laughs> so i'm i'm hunt, i'm uh, hitching my wagon to gavin monks this year and beyond hopefully but, but yeah i for whatever reason i guess i'm running out of ideas to keep myself cool like you should see my ebay search right now and oh no and that pick it i haven't bought anything but i'm like trying to like man get a couple players that like mean mean a lot to me so like at the grom i've been looking at the groms and and other players you know, like that. You know it's funny i've been, been looking at benny agbayani's rookie card what well yeah. you've been looking at benny agbayani's rookie card Danny. yeah I'll probably doesn't everybody <laughs> steven I has love... been selling things on ebay lately yeah i love benny out there what have what have you been like so i found the um random shit yeah. random shit <laughs> Literally random shit. So the other day I found that I had uh, the last year at the Coliseum, they gave out the retired jerseys, like lockers of them. And I found a whole nother set of them. Oh, okay. And I got them for free. So I sold them. I made nice. 50 bucks. <laughs> I was yeah, like, your dad has them set up downstairs, right? He has them downstairs. I have them on my shelf. So we didn't need them. You get, so you have a third set? Yeah, I had a third set. Yep. Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't know that. Rosen, okay. Rosen has his. So we knew that, like, I. I did the check to make sure the people that I know were supposed to get them that year for me got them. And bam. Right, right, right. I feel like at the end of that season, we did like a mad rush with uh, one of the ticket reps. I think what happened. My ticket guy. He he was like, I think so. Yeah. And he was just like, you know what? You could just have everything here. (laughs) 
No, I remember because you had a lot of shit. Like it was a, any any of the giveaways they had that year. You you had like a bunch of extra shit in them. And if I I think we just threw them all in my trunk and then I opened it one day and was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ah, oh, the Nissan trunk. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Good times. Probably traded that thing in with a bottle of vodka <laughs> in the back of it. Yeah, probably. Um, no, I always double check for that stuff. You know that, man. Come on. Um, um, but yeah, I think the only the only sport that's really not doing anything and just kind of like staying put with their course right now is football. Yep. But but they gotta step up soon. They gotta do something soon because what is it a month? Uh, exactly two months to the Hall of Fame. Basically, yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I really don't think we're. I don't really don't think there's gonna be fans in the stands for at least the first half of the season. I think if there. At, at, all, at, at the rate everything is going, I feel like there will be, because they're gonna do everything in their power to allow it. And Vin and I were talking about mm-hmm. this way. How are you gonna tell people they gotta go back? Because like Finn said last week, you have a couple of drinks, bam, you ha- your temperature rises. What are you now? You're at ninety nine point nine. Now it's like, wait, you have a, you're you're leaning towards a fever. No, I'm not. I just had some drinks. You can't tell me not yeah. to be here. It's He'll- gonna be interesting. I think from the whole aspect of just with dealing with the Giants ticket wise, um, with the whole uh, payment plan, they bumped it to July. So. July is going to be the first time since February that you're able to make a payment. And this year they were going to extend it to two extra payments. So when this whole happened, they bumped it all the way to November, the final plan. So it's going to be interesting. Making making payments and having fans in the stands is two different things. They're they're just going to keep housing you for payments. That's all it comes down to. They can still have fans in the stands the first game. Oh, very true. And in July, I can promise you, if they announce in July that they're going to do fans, there's going to be a letter that says, here are your options. It's fair. It's definitely fair. And I would be one of the first people to pay in full right then and there, knowing that. But I'm just also being, I wouldn't be shocked either way. I, I don't know. I, I I don't really know what's going to happen. It's of course it would be awesome to go to games, but we'll we'll see when that time comes and what will be the procedure because you know half the people are not going to follow the procedure. That's really the concerning thing. You just can really control about yourself and what what you do with the people you go to games with, but no one, not everybody's going to follow the exact rules and everything like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what exactly happens and things with, in that nature. So I don't know. It's a good thing and a bad thing with that thing, like you said. And they already announced if there's any games that are missed or no fans in the stands that you have the right to get your money back or credited later, which most of the teams are doing. Right. Which That's is just your regular. Normal. So, That's your regular this. normal so, thing. thing. Yeah. So the the Islanders did a six game refund because there was only six home games left, and they gave you an additional five percent if you pushed it towards the following season. Okay. Yeah, I think the I I don't know what the base baseball wise they're doing, but I think it's something similar to that. 
Yeah, yeah. so because I think if I remember correctly, Rosen got like $180 put towards his next season or something. Well, that's, that's perfect. Which, who, right. which, you know, you already gave him the money. What's the difference? Exactly. That that that's the whole point. Yeah, you're already giving your money, and you don't want to give up your seats anyway. So you're 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 gonna have to do what you got to do anyway. So, so it's just a matter of when you're gonna be paying them. And I'm just happy this was the year that I didn't pay in full because I normally do. And it was before it was before the pandemic that you had the option to do it. So it it worked out for that this upcoming uh, season for that. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what that happen. What happens when that time comes? Obviously, like I just said, if if they do announce fans in the stands and I'm ready to go and I found myself healthy enough to go, I'm definitely gonna do the right procedure of going. Obviously, I'm gonna wear as much mask, mask, gloves, hazmat suit. I don't care. I'm I, I'm going to go to the games. If I gotta do what I gotta do, if it's team safe, of course. Right, yeah, no, it all comes down to what's happening, you know. At the end of the day, it's not like a decision. It's like, and it goes back to the conversation with the, the baseball players. It's like, you you kind of understand where they're coming from because it's really not mm-hmm. their fault that they're not playing games. Yeah, exactly. So it does kind of put that into perspective. Like, yeah, they're being greedy and they want all their money, and I get it, and I also agree with, like, the owners, like, you should be paid what you play it's like if you if you go on the field you take that risk of getting hurt you're only mm-hmm. getting paid for what you what you what you're supposed to be getting paid you're not getting yeah, full salary you're getting you, you hey yeah. you only played 20 games and got suspended we're not paying you the rest of the money or you got I hurt. think the part with baseball is the whole agreement before all this kind of happened right before they got shut down and then the owners kind of going back on their word kind of situation with that is really more of why a lot of people are rubbed the wrong way with that sort of speak. Like, yeah, we agreed to take some sort of pay cut, and now you want us to take even more of a pay cut. I think that's a lot more why everybody's more up in arms than more of the other reasonings behind it. I don't know if you guys agree or not. But no, I yeah, I agree, because, I mean, there's nothing in the contract that says you're getting paid to play 162 games. Like, in there, you know, you get your each you know, should technically be getting paid for everything. Yeah, but, and then and let's not get started with the whole minor league system, which is I mean, sad as well. Ridiculous. Timmy Tebow, baby. And Made yet the cut. Tim Tebow was still employed. I, I, <laughs> I can't with Tim Tebow. I really can't. Yeah, you saw that one guy. I'm not, that got I'm not cut. gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. And that one guy that got cut, he wrote the whole story, and I, I wouldn't fume. I wouldn't. I, I would be just as mad. Yeah. Because he is obviously only there for the, the money and everything else like that. Uh, I know I haven't been around, but I don't know. Obviously, it's not official yet. But the rumors of them losing Binghamton and then making Brooklyn the double A team oh, that's is pretty done. cool for us. That's, oh, that's basically a, that's, that's basically done, done. that's basically in the books. That's been like two years of talking. Yeah, I know I know it's two years of talking, but it, it's it's gonna be awesome and weird at the same time of how how great pitching is gonna be uh defensively is gonna be the first two months in Brooklyn. 
which it always is a pitcher's park because of the Atlantic Ocean in the right and center field. But it's going to be interesting in uh, <laughs> mid to early April and May of what happens then. <laughs> the complete opposite of Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Um, it's going to be interesting. I would assume the Yankees are going to keep the Staten Island Yankees as well. But Trenton's not a bad draw either. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with well, that the Staten would be Island. The, I think that would be the two that get kept, right? Because I forget who is the Yankees double A. Uh, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. So they Scranton. would probably be the team that gets taken out, and then you keep Staten Island and you make. Yeah, because Staten Island basically, is all... basically, if the if the Cyclones become the double A. You can make that entire league double A. Well, the problem is that whole league is actually getting disbanded, except there's like the Cyclones and maybe another team or two, maybe the right. Yankees, the, because the, the Yankees the summer A ball is getting rid of it. Because yeah. the Yankee Stadium is right off the water at Staten Island. You see Brooklyn and you see uh, Manhattan skyline, so that's one of the better views of all of minor league baseball. So you're not going to get rid of that, and the right. same reasoning behind the cyclones it's right there yeah 100 so. percent. um i mean mike Finn and i talked about a couple of weeks ago just no more binghamton trips yeah what are we gonna do without our denny's then what are we gonna do without our denny's yeah i'm kind of bummed i didn't get to go but yeah that's well they'll still have cool. syracuse you didn't miss anything yeah you really yeah what yeah one year really all you missed yeah, was great. brendan nimble's yeah. girlfriend at the time Oh, okay. wife. Well, he's now probably wife. still now wife. He's... Yep, now wife. Now wife. Um, and then the other year it rained, so we had to stand. We sat there for Rosario and Smith to become the last two players to leave. We had a 20-minute yeah, conversation with LJ Mazzilli, who was the first guy to leave. He was like, yeah, I'm going to go drink. It got rained <laughs> out, and we just waited for them to come out after like they ate and lifted weights or whatever. We made the trip. We were Which I don't going. even know why... And we got we're them before they went in. We we had gotten Dom before we went in because he was late, I remember. Right. This was old school Dom. <laughs> right. This was like 2016, he, I think. He also showed up in a Benz, but that's besides the fact. Yeah, of course. I mean, first round pick. <laughs> um, Rosario, on the other hand, I'm, I think it was Rosario that we were waiting for. I think so, yeah. And, of course, we saw our boy LJ, who, you know. Yeah, if we went back, if we went back, we could have just stayed at his place at that point. Yeah, we were, we were close enough. Right. The first year we went crazy. The first year we went absolutely nuts on meeting guys, because that was the year they had Gaselman up there. They had um, who's the guy who pitched the game in Toronto and had a thirty-five ERA? Akil Morris. Yeah, he was in Binghamton, Conforto, Nimmo, um, Michael Fulmer. And what's, what's Fulmer, it was, was the week Mac before Fulmer right? was traded. No, that when was, we uh, got there, Matt was already up. No, no, no. no the manager. Rojas was the manager, I guess, yeah, technically. Because they all said they played under him in double-A. Right, so looking back, that he might have been the manager of that team. I don't remember. There was definitely there was a lot of guys on that team. I hope they come back, man. Like... This team is so likable, and it 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 has so much potential. Like that's what sucks about the season, is this team has so much potential. And if we get a DH, you put Cespedes and Cano, basically they are everyday DHs, 
and you could have you could have Dom or you could have someone play in the JD play in the outfield or you play JD at third and you put McNeil at second. There's so many options for this team to that. There's so much potential for this team. The only thing is, can Nimmo finally play every day at center field? If not, it's going to be him and Marizic uh, platooning. But it, this, if they do have a season, it, they could easily get hot and stay healthy with the pitching. All bets are all bets are off with this team making a run. It it could definitely happen. It's just the bullpen is obviously our always is our Achilles heel. Can it finally not be? If they do get baseball back. Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snsnapshots.com so if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project contact sn snapshots now. and of course you know recording on june 1st danny eight years ago mm-hmm. we, uh, yeah eight years ago I, I woke up to a text message of just look at tonight's pitching matchup <laughs> that's all i remember waking up to like just look at tonight's pitching matchup because yep. it was Johan and, and Wainwright. So it was kind of hard to just kind of be like, nah. That was when we were yep. like, oh, pitching matchup. We got to get to this game. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. That was that was a fun time. That was a good night. That was, that was a great last-minute uh, stop-up call on us. And we definitely bought tickets for like half the price. So it all worked out. You know who else was at that game? Yeah. Uh, Strowman and uh, Mitchell. I saw that on Twitter today. Yeah. I know Strowman. Did you know that before, Danny? What? Did you know that before today? No, I had no clue. Because I could have sworn they talked, maybe, I mean, I just Oh, I'm sure they talked about Strowman. I think they talked about Strowman more, yeah. Like, during, like, when he got traded before they said it, I think. Yeah, I'm sure they said it. I just didn't really remember it. Pay attention, yeah. Yeah, it's not one of those I, things you're gonna remember at all times. Right. I, I'm still. I'm not gonna say bitter because it was kind of cool, but I was supposed to. So the Sunday game in that series ended up being a night game. I was supposed to go to the Sunday game with my buddies. They yeah, put John Franco into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that was right. Exactly. Uh, ironically, the last time they wore the black jerseys too. So right. they haven't we wore the black to... jerseys in eight years. When that was a day game, we were going to go. And then it got flexed to a night game. So my buddy couldn't go. He had to work at a certain like, – he, he had to work at like 5 o'clock or something like that. So Because one of our friends was is a Cardinal fan. So the two of them were like, well, we can't go Sunday. We're going to go Friday. And I had to work Friday. And I was like, ah, I guess I can't go. Oh, man, so they, that sucks. They, I know. They went – but then I got to watch like the last – two innings at home with my dad so that was cool that's cool yeah i'll never like my other friends that that i go to games with they still bust my chops of like oh where's my invite <laughs> like uh, yeah. you were slow uh, what do you want, want me to tell you like yeah i was going to the game and steve was okay said yes let's go and then we went um so that was that was a good one that was a good night 
Um, yeah, I just thinking all day long and going like, yeah, I'm gonna have fun in that game. Johan's pitching. It was a Weiss, Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> it, was it was a Friday, Friday night. night. You're not exactly expect, and yeah. it's the Mets. Yeah, and it was pre Nicole, so I I was going to all these games regardless. So why not? That that um, Sunday game, Danny, is the famous you, me, and Joe with the with the sunset in the scoreboard yeah, background picture. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that that Joe Joe still gives me shit to this day that I didn't take him to that game. Uh, but I'm like, hey, but I still took you to the two games, the two games later. But yeah, oh well. I just remember being at the Sunday game, watching the the Hall of Fame thing, and then I I don't and then they gave up a hit, game. and I asked my dad to leave. I was like, okay, this yeah. is boring. Yeah, I don't I don't even remember that game to be honest with you. I remember it just being. Being a night game, we saw each other. You were with Joe. We yeah. took that picture, and yeah. then um, yeah, and then good. and they put John Franco into the Hall of Fame. Basically, that, that's all I remember too. Because that was the year I Ari had Dick- the center field tickets. Yeah, Ari Dick- threw a complete game shutout the next day. Saturday? Yep. Yeah. Well, they were still bitter because Beltran got a single. He did. But yeah, <laughs> complete game, seven hits, nine strikeouts the next day. Was that the year he won? He the... was. Was that the year he won the whole. Yeah. The... Yeah. 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 He was. So... Yeah, that year was so awesome. And then Nice pitched the last game. Yeah, I remember Nice pitching. That was. Oh, you want you guys want to laugh. And you could tell the Cole's been with me long enough. As a girlfriend slash wife, we were watching um, the the SNY was playing the booth the booth show with uh, Gary and Keith. I mean, not Keith, Gary and Howie. And one of the questions was, who has the most wins of all time as lefties? And John Neese was in the top five, and this was in two thousand five, end of two thousand five season and uh, two thousand six season range. So after the World Series, and Nicole goes. Ew, he's a top five lefty of the Mets. Oh, 15. I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, 15. 15. I was like, five? He wasn't even allowed to walk in, in 2005, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, still I had got, his original got... nose in 2005. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> God. I was like, he's in top five wins for a lefty? I'm like, good God. It's funny because they tweeted, they're doing like the... um. On MLB.com, they're doing like the the best position for each, like best player for each position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And today was left-handed starters, and then it was like, pretty much we're assuming Jerry Kuzman's the best. Who's the second best? And it was Sid Fernandez, Al Leiter, I think John Matlack, and then you could put other. And the entire com- all the comments are John Neese, John Neese, John Neese, John. Neese. <laughs> <laughs> just it just... it it should have been Santana. It. We, we I really should have it, been. It, 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 he we was all the know it should have been. It, he was the ground. He had the ground luck before the ground was even a thought, and it's it's just a shame of like what could have been with Johan. Um, those especially those three or four years before him blowing out his arm and yeah. the no hitter. It's just a shame. I'll never forget. He had basically two complete games and lost both of them. How does that even happen? Especially nowadays. Danny, nowadays. you know what I brought it's... up last week? Because we were talking um, Roy Holiday. 
was mm-hmm. do you remember the year you had him and jeremy bonderman going against each other in fantasy oh Base? fuck yeah man that, that was awesome <laughs> that was one of my all-time favorite moments in fantasy baseball like and they and the and the goal, the guy that lost didn't get the loss because they took him out and then it was like a wall off one run or something so i basically had two complete it was like nine innings both of them had complete games in that game yeah there's something absurd. That that was a great time. And they both like pitched like that was the year Bonderman was like good for the Tigers. So it was like they both pitched so well, and it was just like, of course, Danny would end up with one win, no decision, and you know, twenty strikeouts out of two guys. Oh yeah, I I obviously won that week pitching wise. Um, but yeah, good time. Did you want... That's another thing I miss fantasy baseball. I yeah, just like yeah, like. I stopped paying attention on, when it comes to fantasy baseball, but like I, I miss it right yeah. now. Like I would love to be playing fantasy baseball right now. Right. Like um, that's what gets me through the baseball season, because especially with the Met being a Met fan, like nine out of ten times you're like, all right, it's July, I want to like stop watching baseball, and then uh, that's how I still watch baseball every night and just ready to go. Um. And yeah, and like, and even like. Just having MLB TV, just like that Sunday, you know, that nighttime, mm-hmm. putting that West Coast, the Los An- the Angels versus Seattle game on, or Angels versus some, or White Sox game on from LA, you know, to just play as background noise while you pass out. It's like, I would love to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one last Johan thing. Okay. Two. His next, his next start after the no hitter. Oh, he got Yankee raped game. by the Yankees. That was yeah. Fun. Was that the Father's Day game against the Yankees? No, uh, it was a. Remember. It was a Friday night. He gave up six runs. Well, he only, he only gave up six runs in five innings, which is it's not. I mean, it's bad. It's not awful. I I hate for him when that's awful. For him that is awful. For him that was bad. And that yeah, that so was like uh oh so, something's not right. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're like, all right, Johan's coming back from a no-hitter. and just I hate watching games at Yankee Stadium when the Mets are playing there. Because it's just like, there's no worse feeling than the short porch. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Um, I've only, I think I've only been to two. I've been I don't to know. That three, was one of them. Three or four. And the most fun I ever had was the seven line the last year they were were able to get tickets there that was fun and well, that was if we ironically, don't count Met obviously... Yankees, ben and i went a couple extra times oh well, yeah, yeah no, so I'm I'm Met yankee games, yes, yankee games i went it... at yankee stadium i went to three because in 15 i went to friday night with the seven line and then Sunday night, I ended up so getting I went tickets. fourteen. I went, I went I, yeah, I went fourteen when they called up Jake and Jake was coming to the pen, and him and Montero came up. And remember when we all thought Montero was going to be well, that was they, they pitched those guys pitched that at City Field. No, no, but they both got called up that day. Oh, okay, okay, okay. right. Because yeah. that was one of the that was the first year I think they did the the four in a row, two and two. Um. Yeah, they the the, the last game I went. To, I think the last game I went to Yankee Stadium. They, it was 
You said the the short porch having the short porch was annoying. I don't know if you remember this, Stephen. Um, it was like Jay Bruce's oh. first series. Oh, yes. I'll go fuck myself. I'll go fuck myself then. I, I don't remember that. At all. Well, you well, weren't we, there. We you were weren't there. at the game. We at the oh, game. Okay, he was okay, at the okay, game okay, with fair me. Enough. Fair enough. But yes. Kelly Johnson hit a line drive home run on the short porch, and then Jay Bruce hit a three-run home run in the game. Yeah. In the game yep. And they won. Yeah, I, I remember that too. Yep. I know. But yeah, Stephen was with me. Was that 16? That was 20. Yeah, 16. Cause that yeah, was that was 16 because it was Jay Bruce, and I, I remember yep. where I was because that's when I was sick. Right, and they did the that, oh. they did the two and two there. Right, yeah. he started the home games against the Yankees, and then. Right, because we, uh, we, no, we went no, to the, the game. The road Yankees. game was his first game as a Yankee. Uh, met because it was the trade deadline, and then that was no, the next the, series. Because the game, the first game, the game that they won at Yankee Stadium was. I'm almost August positive 4th. you started it. So it was like a week late. It was a week after the. Yeah. The... Okay. But it still, out. it wasn't a waiver trade. That, he was a deadline that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. So August 1, 2, 3, 4 were the games. Right. So was... he was. That's not like His first game was against the Yankees at, at City Field. It was the first, okay. those yeah. first two, I'm pretty they sure. They did not play in the first game. Okay. I, I, but then yeah, the second was... game. Instead, we had Granderson, Justin uh, Ruggiano starting at center field. Justin <laughs> Neil Walker, Wilmer, Wilmer, Travis, Loney, Matt Reynolds, Diazza, of course, was still starting at that point. Ben couldn't, you know. I honestly <laughs> forgot that James Loney was a thing until I was watching highlights well, the was, other day. He was Jay good Bruce for... started the second game, what? went over for four with two strikeouts. Yeah. Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce. What could have been? What could have been Jay Bruce? Uh-huh. You mean what was? We won the game 7-1. We won the game 7-1, so. Oh, I know. But for when we actually needed him in Correct. 16. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a fun. Because that, that was, was right fun. when Cespedes was hurt, too. He was first getting the, like, the leg mm-hmm. injury. So we were, we were, like, holding him back during the Yankees and used him as the DH for two days. For... For a day, because yes. they use Conforto as the other DH. Mm-hmm. Looking back at sixteen, that season was just stupid. <laughs> and me, me able to watch pretty much all one hundred and sixty-two games because I had nothing else better to do. But right. yeah, that that year was stupid. That that year was absolutely positively just but like I'll just never forget. Like I would be happy for day games because obviously I had nothing to do. And then there would be a day game, and the Mets would always get blown out. And I'm like, guys, can we just at least play a little better during the day that I could actually, like, watch you and enjoy you? And just, I'll never forget, um, Steve, which game was it that we had a draft that night? And I, instead of watching the games, I would, like, because I was obviously tired, I would have, I would listen to Howie and, uh, Howie at the night, and we won on a walk-off, and we had a fantasy draft that later that night. Was it the... Game? It was. I don't. I don't even remember. Was it the I what? No. It was. You know uh, what oh, no, game? It was Cespedes right? against the Marlins. It was because oh, Vin and I were sitting at the game. We did the dra- We did, and we did the draft walking back to your car. I remember. Right. Yeah. Correct. I the draft started in the middle of the game. Wall. Yeah. It was like mid game. The yep. draft started, and I was like, I guess I'm doing it because we randomly got it together. Yeah. Oh, right. we showed up in the I think the fourth inning. Yeah, we I. showed up late because we went for free parking. 
We also went looking for free parking. We were both right. working and then went looking for the free parking. Rafael Montero Rafael started Montero. that game. Jose Fernandez. Fernandez. Yep. yep. That was probably his that, last game. I definitely well, his last game was against... Not, well, against, not ever, but against the Mets. Definitely, yeah. Ooh, um, had to be around it. Um, it was and then close. they clinched yeah, the, was, and then I they clinched in Philly on, made, on the bus to my sister's wedding. He made a start in Miami before um, he left, like before it happened. Yeah, that week. Um, the 2016 was so crazy. Just like you're saying, is like, and then and you had he, Lugo and Gaselman magically yeah. find ways to like be like, good. Literally everybody got hurt, and they still won like 88 games or something like that. Yeah, Jake got hurt, Harvey got hurt, Matt's got hurt, right? Like, Matt's get hurt. So yeah, it was it was just it was Noah Cologne. Yes, Noah and Cologne. Then, niece, and then because we brought Luka, niece back. Right, we Luka. brought niece back on the day. <laughs> we did, and then Lugo and Selman. Um, Jose, like, Fern- Jose Fernandez's last game. He pitched at home against Washington. Yeah. He pitched yeah. eight innings, three hits, no runs, twelve strikeouts. Yeah. He I was knew filthy he that start. year. He, was, he he ended the year oh, yeah. sixteen and like, eight. Looking back on it, the 2017-2018 Marlins, and even now Marlins, what could have happened if they just yeah. didn't trade everybody away? Every yeah. time they get everything. And the funny and the funniest thing with Yellich, everybody would say. Yelich is really good. He's really good. Watch out. He might be the best one out of everyone. And we're like, okay, I don't see it right now, but okay, okay, yeah, okay. Like, okay, he's then, slapping the ball to right field every time, but okay. okay. Like, I, 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 you'll, you'll get there. And then, and then he got there. <laughs> and he got there, and they're like, oh, wow. All right, it's so like, this is what everybody was saying in the Marlin organization for like the last three or four years. and then Literally the best player in the league. Yeah. Well, Thank God of. he's not a Marlin anymore. Oh. Yeah, but now we get to watch him in Milwaukee. What could have been if we actually, you know, were willing to trade people? Yeah. To make moves. But, but we know he wouldn't be like that with us. No. <laughs> nah, he'd be. <laughs> Someone has a lot of fake news. Um. Yeah. But. Oh, someone looked at Andy Martino's tweet, didn't you? No, uh, someone posted that Vin Diesel passed away. Oh, that again? Nicole got Nicole f- uh, fell for that the other night. I'm like, where's the source, Nicole? <laughs> You're better than that. I just, I, I don't know. I was looking at Twitter before, and this is not at all to do with fake people dying, but Henry Ruggs cut yes, his leg yeah. trying, helping his friend move. So he's on crutches now. No, luckily, there's no crazy. mandatory camps anytime soon. Yeah, no more other crazy sports. <laughs> um, so Vin, you got any Twitter topics for us today? Well, that's why I was just that's that's the top trending uh, sports Twitter topic today. Henry Ruggs, the receiver, just drafted by the Raiders, cut his leg helping his friend move. He cut it on the tailgate. We all know how dangerous that that can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's funny, Vin. We were, we're you and I were talking about the 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 vacuum thingy. What is the elect the automatic vacuum thingy called? The rovers, is that what it is? The rumbler, what is it? The Roomba. The Roomba. Roomba. If you and then I saw a picture today. It was a side by side of a Roomba and the Raiders stadium. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so it's like, oh, they're making a comeback as a stadium. Um, we're flashing back to the 2003 national championship game between Ohio State and Miami. I don't. I guess that's on right that now. Was yeah, the Will- on that was on right the other now. day. That was the Willis McGahee. Right. Willis was McGahee that- got hurt. Yes, that was the Willis McGahee. Um, who was the quarterback of that team, Danny? Ken Dorsey was that the guy? Ken Dorsey, yeah. Yep. Miami, Miami was stacked, but Ohio State's defense was stacked, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they, been... they had Morris Corrett, and that was the that's all they needed that year. Um, that's a, a, just an interesting um, fact. Anyway, Maurice Corrett never played a game in the NFL. I was very surprised yeah. when I heard that. Correct. Like I knew he had his issues, and I knew he dropped in the draft. I didn't know he never like got into one game. No, unfortunately, he never did because the whole he played he left after that one year because he wanted to play, and he's trying to do that, and then he fell through hard times. Finally, got drafted, but never played. Yeah, that's a one of the ultimate what could have been. He's definitely up there. And then uh, just looking at that Miami defense is just. And then their their running backs, Frank Gore was like their third string quarter running back, and he still plays still, in the league. It's it's just silly. And then you have Andre Johnson, and then have, the safeties alone. Safeties alone. Antro Roll was the corner, a slot. Devin corner. Hester was the receiver on that team. Receiver slash returner. Yeah, you have Merriweather. Taylor. I'm looking at the team right here. You had Vilma. You had Greg Olson. Will Fork was on that team. Shocky. I don't see Shockey on here. Sonoris Moss. Yeah. He was definitely on the O three team. Yeah, Shock Shockey was definitely well, in the... Oh Shockey senior. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cause I know he was on there was I think this was the no it wasn't Roscoe Parrish. Was yeah, that was he... another one. Holy shit, I remember Roscoe. The year before they they blew the doors off whoever they played in the championship here. I think it was Yeah. Was it Nebraska? Oh, because oh, Shockey wasn't there yet? Okay. Kellen Winslow was on the team in 03. Okay. I'm a fucking warrior. I don't I'm see Shockey. So I think that okay, was, so that 03 was, was Shockey's was Shockey's first year in the pros because oh, 03 was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was oh, on the right. championship team that they won yes, the year before. Right. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shockey. It was 03 Shockey's rookie year. You're right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. DJ, DJ Williams was here. Antro. Sean DJ Taylor. Cook. John Beeson. Reed. No, no, Ed Reed. No, either. Reed was gone already. Reed was also gone already. He got drafted in 01. Because I remember he got drafted in 01. Oh, he got right. drafted right. He wasn't on the Raven Championship team. He got drafted right after. I think he was the guy they drafted after winning the Super Bowl. I think so, yeah. Ed Reed. Larry Coker. Remember Larry Coker? Mm-hmm. The guy. coach? The coach. Yep. That guy just did. If you ever watched the you, you documentaries, that guy just did nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't. He didn't have to. When he yeah, was they, in Miami, twelve and 0, 12 like... and one, eleven and two, nine and three, nine and three, and then he went seven and six, and they fired him. Yeah, because <laughs> they were just like, we just need a babysitter. We just need somebody with an adult license. A whistle. That's we all just we need. You to, we need we'll, to... Yeah, we'll take care of everything else. Just be an adult. Don't don't worry about anything. We will take care of all the legal problems. Yeah. It was it was basically just Vilma and like DJ Williams running the locker room, and you just stay away. We got everything else. 20, 2003 roster, they won the Orange Bowl with. I'm looking at it right here. That was the year they won the roster. So I got to find the following year's roster. 
for the season, right? To the two thousand the two thousand three year that they played Ohio State and they lost in the Fiesta Bowl. Here that wasn't the roster. This is the roster. They had McGahee, Jared Payton was on this team, which was um Walter's son. Andre Roscoe Sonoris. Eric Winston was on this team. This is the team that lost to Ohio State. Are you sure? Yes, because I'm looking at because the because two, 2003 Fiesta Bowl was in January. So it was the 2002 season. No, but I think you know because I'm looking at I'm looking at SportsReference.com. 2002 Florida Hurricane roster. And then it says bowl game lost Fiesta Bowl 31-24 Ohio State. Right, so it's 2002. And then they won the Rose Bowl the year before against Nebraska, which was the 2001 season. Championship, right. Which had every single human being ever on this team. William Joseph was on this team. Ugh. Philip Buchanan was on this team. Ed Reed was on this team. Yeah, that was close. I was just watching. I guess it was. Have you guys been? I, I I'm not saying watching the games, but how awesome that Big Cat brought college football back, the video game back. And well, they I bring it back. I he just had, had the old system. Games. No, no, no. But the people going on the second market spending a couple hundred bucks just to have the old games is what what I'm getting at. It's just crazy how the secondary market just exploded. All you like know, that. what's crazy is there's that place in Levittown, Vin, by you, the the trading place that's been doing, mm-hmm. like, curbside pickups and all that fun stuff, like call-in, order-in pickups. Right. And when Big Cat started playing NCAA, Danny and I started talking about it, and I was like, and I started thinking, and, I, like, it got me thinking, like, why do I want to spend my money on a on a PlayStation Three right now and go get NCAA football? I thankfully I, mean, I, I still had my X I still have my three sixty, but I don't I didn't have the game, so I was halfway there. So I was like, oh, damn it! Um, my friend Rob's doing it right now because he, ha- he actually he kept the game and he still had his Xbox. So well, it was like, the last one damn. that they made. Yeah, I I'm shocked you didn't keep the game. He, me? Especially on who was on the cover. It was uh Robinson. It was Denard. But I that it was always one of my, my big time trade ins because once Madden came out yes, I never played I did it. The sa- I did the same thing. I'm just shocked you didn't keep it because I, of that. No, no. I, was, I'll be honest, I looked I looked on eBay to see like how much I did as just to laugh. I no, I didn't do it. Obviously. No, I didn't I didn't play the games when they were out. Like I I, I think I played maybe like oh five or oh six like one of those but after that i was never into the college games i don't Danny know and I, played I was always religiously bad yeah, person but like I, i'll be honest i, I watched like I, I watched the whole game his whole game last night i guess like it's funny i watched i watched the highlights on twitter yeah i watched the highlights on twitter i'm definitely I, watched the highlights on twitter guy yeah yeah i will never forget poor jason black <laughs> you were army <laughs> Or Jason Black. Because I'm like, all right, Jason, I'm going to kill you. Because 
Like, it was so, like, you know, Vin, you know when you're playing video games and you're just, you're, you're trying to lose because you, like, you want to get the night, like, in a good flow and you don't want to play all the time, but you're competitive enough that you, you do want to win all the time. But for the betterment of the hangout, if you lose, you lose. Or you're like, all right, I had enough playing. Who wants to play? So that was my kind of night with Jason and Steve. And I was just like, all right, is anybody going to, like, let me like not play so I... well, you know, it was the three of us and the deal was all right two of us will play whoever loses is out but it was always jason and i just rotating yeah it was <laughs> it was like all right so jason i will be army okay i will be army and you could literally be anyone you could you could be the number one team i think it was usc league. Yeah, it was. I was at the time. Obviously, guess would be USC or Texas or one of those yeah, teams. Just those like teams. that. Even though I'm better than you, there's I have no business of winning, <laughs> and I still find a way with the triple option, and I'm finding ways to thread the needle with the Army quarterback against Jason. And I'm like, really, guys? Seriously? Can I, can I just don't want to play anymore. <laughs> then I sh- like sh- just shut him out. I was like, all right, just. Danny's so dominant, and he just gets tired of playing. Yeah, not to toot my heart. That was the only good. Ga- that was the only game I was like actually good at. So right. I I enjoyed doing that. So that was my one claim to fame game that I would be like, all right, I'm gonna kick everybody's butt, and then Madden comes around, and for whatever reason, it's like not a completely different gameplay, but it's just a different style. Da- like Danny, college- Danny dominated. You know how good you are on defense, Finn. Danny would dominate with the hit stick. He would literally just be like, all right, flick. Yeah. <laughs> he lined yeah, you is... up and didn't go to and... tackle. You just flicked the fl- hit stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad. And Steve didn't know how to read cover two zone more times than not and just throw it to my linebacker. I'm like, Steve, I'm in the same defense. Let's switch it up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that game I was so good. And then every other game, everybody else kicked my butt, my butt in. And then we would play the other nights. We would play Tiger Woods golf. We play a whole eighteen in Tiger Woods golf. Oh God, <laughs> we've done that, hey, man. man. Don't even, don't even. I watch. think. See, we never make it through the round, though. We stop at like twelve, I think. <laughs> no, there was a couple of times we went all eighteen, just because we're just like, we're we're here. There, yeah, we yeah. got. It's <laughs> early in the day. We got nothing going on. There was that one that had like the pirate, the pirate. Um, right, we found like unlockable like yeah, unlockable yeah. courses or whatever. Yeah, and it's funny yep. because you can't download like Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy. You can't download those games. Yeah, they're now. not on the, the thing. And like, I would love to play eighteen holes right now just to give myself something to do. And the Roy mm-hmm. McIlroy one was good because, like, even if you put it on easy, the career mode was like, all right, you're terrible at this game. You're terrible at golf, but here, go play. Like, you played like. So every tournament in the career mode, you didn't play 18 holes. You played like four, four to six holes per day, depending on where you were. Like so, on the first day it was like six to get your number there, and then like they would judge the amount of holes you would play each day, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, based on how you did in those short how how you did on day one, how you did on day one, and how far you are from the from the leaderboard. Right. So that was kind of like. That was cool because you weren't playing like, all right, I got to play 18 holes on Friday, 18 holes on on Thursday, Saturday, and all 18 holes each day. You were just playing like 
six holes a weekend or or 25 holes a weekend. Right. Now you have me guys looking up way back over. When was the last Tiger Woods game? Well, uh, that had to be it right about that time. 2009? No, no. It had, it had to be after like 2011. 2010. Tiger Woods PGA for Wii, I just found. Because... 2011 yeah. was. Oh no! I found the 14 also. I thought 2009 the stuff happened. Or was it 11? I thought it was 11, 12. Uh, you might I was, be right. I was out. Of, I was right. out. Of, I was out of college. I just found the Tiger Woods 14. Um. But they must have brought him back, because that whole cheating scandal thing, the whole cheating thing happened, and they're like, yeah. Let's Looking see. back on it, like of all the bad things, cheating on your wife loses you all the endorsements. Like that's that's pretty so much. So 2014 left. was the last one, and then Roy McIlroy came out in 2015. Tiger Woods 2014, which was for the PS3. Mm-hmm. So ideally, if you wanted to play golf now, well, they have a new golf game coming out. I don't know when it's actually coming out, but yeah, but like when are games gonna come out and whatever? And... Well, like we said, we talked about this. This this could be the end of, this is could be the end of GameStop. They were already going in trouble, getting in trouble. Uh, GameStop's done, yeah. I think for GameStop. Listen, I if think. I didn't own games themselves, if they would actually give me cash for these, it'd be a different story. I don't even I don't even bother anymore. Like I just, I'll just go to Best Buy. But like, so like, I have these two games. I have two games that I actually own, like here. Like, I downloaded Madden. That's another thing. They haven't even like released. That. It's June first when we're recording, and they haven't released anything on Madden this year. They released a statement the other day that they were supposed to release the cover athlete this week, and they well, said, "You know, it's Lamar." They, they didn't. They already, they already did it. It was already Lamar. Well, they Lamar announced it. Lamar, Lamar leaked oh, it on his own. Right. They were going to do an official announcement, an official day, and they said, it's not in good taste right now, we're not going to blah, blah, blah. And... Right, because Sony, because this week was supposed to be the, the video game, because um, the week before Apple's big event is always the video game big event, the E3, where E3, X- yeah. Microsoft releases all the Xbox stuff, all the different companies release like the big games coming out, and then... Um, and then you have the systems talking about the system. So, like, the PlayStation was supposed to release PS5, basically. Like, be like, all right, this is what it looks like. This is what's going to happen, and this is when it's coming out, and this is going to be the cost. Either it was going to be, like, December or next December that it was coming out. But they announced today, they were like, yeah, now now's not a good time to do this. Now is just not a good time to be releasing those type of. Well, but it's also I think it got canceled because of the virus first. Well, the doing it live got canceled by the virus. Yeah. Um, because normally it's an in-person thing, but they were gonna digitalize. They were gonna do it all online. They were re- everything like Sony was gonna take a day and just have like, uh, an online thing. Cause like, Apple was supposed to be next week. It was normally next week. They already said it. They're like, since we're doing it online, we're gonna do it at the end of the month. Make it closer to when the release of all the new product is going to be. They're doing a whole online thing on, I think it's like the 22nd. Apple development. Develop. 
Development Conference. Is that what they're calling it now? Yeah, they're doing it June 22nd. Everything online. Okay. So, I'm going to assume that somehow, some way, um, what's their names are going to have it too. Somehow, Sony will probably do something like that. They'll probably all do something similar, in my opinion, to that. But with that being said, anything else, boys? No, um, just have a good night and be safe if you're going to protest. And if you're a police officer, be safe. Um, Just be smart out there for everybody. And um, hope you enjoyed tonight. Get your mind off certain things and take care of one another and have a good night Ben be safe be strong Uh, and uh, I hope we could uh, take your mind off things for a little bit Rosen don't fall yeah Brian let me write make notes of what Steven messed up and text me about it (laughs) alright have a good one everybody